guys welcome back to spirituality with Steph um sorry that it's been a bit since the last podcast um you know life but this topic today I'm really excited about it's astrology um I'm really excited to teach everybody like because I know a lot of people like think astrology is such bullshit like whatever whatever you think like that's fine but um this is kind of just introducing you guys to like like the background the background scenes because a lot of people only really know about um like the horoscopes about astrology you know like their sun sign they're like oh my god I'm a Libra but like everybody's a Libra and it's just that's not astrology at all like that's a horoscope for sure but that's like a sun sign horoscope and those aren't even accurate because that's such a vast group of people um so the horoscopes and astrology that I'm introducing you guys today is going to be called your birth chart so you can do horoscopes based on your birth chart too um your birth chart essentially is just using the birth date the birth time and the birth place of where you were born obviously and it calculates everything for you like all of your planetary signs like your rising sign your moon sign and everything so there's an app that's really awesome that I use unfortunately I'm not being endorsed by them um maybe they should at CoStar um but yeah like I was saying the app is called CoStar and it has literally you can just input all of that information and it saves it for you so when you go back into the app you don't need to redo it every time and you can go look at it and it gives you daily updates and it gives you like transformations and like things like that so the reason that I immediately just started recording this today is because it was so crazy. I was looking at my co-star and um, I noticed this little spot called transitions and I had never seen it before. So I clicked on this transition from July 28th, 2019 to August 11th, 2019. Identity allowing for ego. It says it's been difficult for me to pay attention to things other than money and material possessions and a sense of security. There will be a chance opportunity that affects the way you've always existed in the world. Make a decision and stick to it. The opportunity may have been there all along, but for the first time you can see it. This opportunity will see its beginnings in your family or home life as it connects with resources, money, possessions, and self-esteem. So I am literally calling the fucking police, um... On July 20, or yep, on July 28th, the same day that it said this transition started, I texted my mom and I was like, hey, so I've been really depressed. I need a job. Like, I need to figure my life out. Like, I'm going to withdraw from law school and I need to figure out something. So I was like, our, like, so I interned at her old job and she's really close with her boss. And like, I know her boss also. I've also like worked for them. She knows I'm competent and everything so I was like do they need any help like do you guys need any help like I've applied to so many jobs in Boston and I can't find anything and she was like I don't know maybe contact her like see so I texted the boss and immediately she responds I literally just posted an ad for assistant property manager but the only thing is it's in Providence So that sounds a lot like an opportunity stemming from my home life. (laughs) Um, So that was just really spooky and I really wanted to make this podcast so you guys can listen and also experience the crazy life of astrology. So astrology, I know everybody seems to think it's like the things that like, I don't know, like these basic white girls 
believe in or like these hippies or weirdos or whatever you think um it's not that at all like honestly it makes a lot of sense to me personally because it's like this is literally just the theory that the actual like mass and gravity like the weight of the planets like just the position of the planets at the time you were born affected like your personality almost like the position of the planets just affect you so obviously when they rotate throughout the year there's different periods of like different times and that's how the horoscope part of it works you know um again not the sun sign horoscopes but like the birth chart horoscopes because like your neptune's over here and it's affecting you this way like your communication planet mercury is over here and it's like in retrograde so the planet like the planet's not actually going a different way however because of our planet it's in a different spot you know it looks like it's doing a loop so because of that different position that's why mercury retrograde affects people that's the whole theory it's not just like oh my god mercury's in retrograde gatorade like oh my god no so i mean if you think about it like honestly the thought that the planets could affect us is not even crazy like it's crazier to me that people think that this isn't even possible because like literally there it's scientifically proven that the moon the gravity of the moon and everything affects the tides okay on our planet like physically like like visibly everybody can see it like it affects the tides also humans are like 76 percent water or something like that something high don't you think that would i don't know maybe correlate like that's a little interesting to me like the oceans are so much bigger than us like don't you think that like the smaller amount of water would definitely be influenced. I don't know. That's just my thought. Um, also, the other planets are extremely massive, like exponentially more massive than the moon. So like, why would it not make sense that that could also happen? So I'm not like sitting here trying to preach to you that like astrology is real. Like I'm not a pastor or whatever you would call this. Like I'm not trying to like shove my thoughts down your throat. Like I'm just trying to open a conversation for everybody to realize and maybe discuss that like maybe it's not the craziest thing. So we're going to start with the sun sign because that's like what everybody knows. And um, your sun signs like the whole like Aries, Taurus, like whatever. And it goes essentially just by the date of your birth. So mine's 10-7-96 and mine is a Libra. So the sun sign is all about your identity. It's like your outward personality and it's like how you act and things like that. So um, again, just relating it back to mine, mine's a Libra and Libras are really oriented towards justice and fairness um, and seeing both sides of situations, um, which is extremely true for me. I always see the both, like every side of a situation and before I act because you know you never know what people are going through like you never know like am I being objective in this situation the only thing is this really leads to people being indecisive and Libra's coming off as indecisive um which is also really true I definitely am <laughs> um so this is in my fourth house and it's relating back to home and family so a lot of my like my personality like my justice and fairness whatever like it really um comes through in like my home and family life so like friendships things like that so the next sign is your moon sign so it's all about emotions moods feelings most likely what you think of yourself as because it reflects your true thoughts 
So mine is a Leo. Um, it's expressive, somewhat self-centered, needs a lot of attention and love from others. Um, unfortunately, yeah, that's definitely really true. I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty expressive person. I really like to talk. I like to get my ideas out there. I like to, you know, I don't know, but that's definitely true. I'm definitely low-key a needy person, so. My moon's in the third house, and it means I get security through familiarity, which is definitely really true, because when new things happen, I feel so uncomfortable, and I, like, just get really stressed. Um, so the next sign is the ascendant, okay? And the ascendant sign is how people see you when they first meet you. And mine is a cancer, and I feel like this is also very spot-on. I appear very subtle, like, very gentle, and very warm, um, intuitive, sometimes overly emotional. Um, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Um, the next planet's in Mercury, and it's all about communication, processing information, and learning. And mine's in Virgo, and it's about being analytical, diligent, precise, unbiased, and critical. So my Virgo's in my fourth house, and it's, like, taking care of people and, like, family. Like, the same thing as my Libra sign. It's, um you know, taking care of, like, your home, taking care of what feels like home, and the people you care about. So, the next one is Venus, and the planet's all about love, affection, and what you're attracted to. So, mine's in Virgo, and it means I'm hyper-analytical about relationships. I hide my feelings until I'm definitely sure, and I'm really nitpicky, and it, I can seem controlling, but it's just out of care for the other person. Um, and it's in the third house again, and it's familiarity. So it's like things that I'm familiar with. That's how I have like the love and affection. Um, next planet is Mars. And it's about aggression and asserting yourself and taking action. Um, it And this is like relating back to like anger and ambition in your life. Okay. So mine's a Leo. And it means I'm authoritative and persuasive and confident. And it's in my second house, which is all about material possessions. Um, so I feel like the it's saying like the aggression is coming from like material possessions, money, things like that, where I get really stressed out. Definitely true. Um, so the next planet is Jupiter and it's one of the two social planets. Okay. So this planet Jupiter is about idealism, optimism, expansion, and like philosophy. So mine's in Capricorn, and I grow and understand through responsibility, practicality, efficiency, rationality, and power. And it's in my seventh house, and I find success through close relationships and long-term partners. Um, definitely true. I find success in my social life through close relationships and long-term partners. Like, I'm most happy when I'm, you know, surrounded by people that I care about. And the second social planet is Saturn, and Saturn's all about responsibility, restrictions, limits, fear, self-discipline, and boundaries, okay? So mine is an Aries, and this is probably one of the most true. Um, I struggle with aggression, impatience, and defensiveness, and hastiness. So that's definitely really true. I can get aggravated pretty easily, especially when I'm impatient. Um, so I really work on, like, not getting so irritated in situations, which I can't control. So that's really just how I'm getting with that. Um, and it's in the 10th house. So it's saying I've had difficulties with career goals and success, which is definitely really true as anybody who's been following, um, the stuff with my law school, uh, definitely don't even know what I want to do. I went into law, like, that was kind of a, an impromptu decision. Now I'm like, 
what do I do with my life? So the next planet's Uranus, and um, it's all about innovation, rebellion, and progress. Uranus is really cool because um, it, like, is in the same sign for seven years, okay? So it's like a generational change as opposed to, like, every person because it's every seven years. So, like, your generation has, or, like, part of your generation has the same Uranus sign. My Uranus, I was born in 96, so I don't know exactly the fluctuation of the years, um, but in 96, it was Aquarius, and it's saying that other generations are shocked by um, our unconventional nature, our intellect, um, and how we can be detached also, like emotionally detached, whatever, um, but also detached from like our own perspective, you know, how we can see other people's point of view and kind of really empathize, which honestly, this is maybe just my own conspiracy theory, but like kind of makes sense as to why generational changes, like changes happen over generations, you know? So Uranus is Aquarius and it's in the eighth house. Mine is, sorry. It's in the eighth house and it's rebellion against outdated expectations about rebirth, taboos, sex, etc. So I feel like it's like all the social constructs that are just so like outdated and you're like, why do people actually think like that? Also, it was just really funny. I wrote down in my notes, like, LOL, because um, under rebirth, because the next segment, I literally have already been editing it. I recorded it. It was about um, reincarnation. So stay tuned for that one for sure. The next planet is Neptune, and it's all about your dreams, imagination, and your unconscious. So it lasts in the same sign for 14 years. So the same kind of thing where it's like a generational change and... Again, I was born in 96, and mine was Capricorn. So it's inspiration through hard work, responsibility, seriousness, and ambition, um, which I definitely think is true because um, I've been, like, kind of definitely depressed um, after all my law school things and everything. Like, I worked so hard, and, like, for what, you know? And now I feel, like, kind of lost where it's, like, I don't have that inspiration, and I need, like, the inspiration of, like, what I want to do to succeed almost. And the last planet is Pluto, okay? I know it's not, like, a planet anymore, but, like, he was an OG. Um, and Pluto controls power, intensity, obsession. And it lasts in the same sign for, like, every 30 years. So, mine, again, 96. I'm Sagittarius, and it's free-spirited, positive, optimistic, curious, independent, and confident. And it's in the sixth house, so change comes through our daily lives and work. So each of these planets affects us differently, and it affects us differently at different times of the year, okay? So, like, that's why, again, with the whole Mercury's in retrograde or Gatorade or anything that the memes, you know, everyone makes fun of, like, Mercury retrograde. But, like, again, Mercury is the planet that controls communication, processing information, and learning. So... Also, like, technology, learning, things like that. So, during Mercury, Mercury retrograde, during Mercury retrograde, that's so hard to say, um, communication can be stunted. You know, it's, like, harder to communicate with people or communication is different than you would normally do and things like that. So, um, again, CoStar has all of the information about this, so it's really cool if you're interested in it. I would highly recommend learning. If you guys have any questions, I would love to answer them. So, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and stay tuned. Thanks.